So what did we talk about today, you ask me, Stocky? Yep. Uh, <laughs> Stout, what did we, uh, uh, I don't want to say bitch about, but bring light to today on the Friday Packet, the uh, the EGOT winning Friday Packet with Stocky and Stout. The, the triple EGOT. The triple EGOT. I mean, we, we slapped uh, Chris Rock not once, not twice, Three but thrice. Times. Thrice, yes. Thrice oh. times. I mean, we didn't even talk about local goings on. I mean, it was just strict, straight council. Yep. I mean, we're talking cast strength council. Mm. That's the name of this album. This, uh, I keep saying fucking album. This episode, cast strength. This album. I know. You can buy <laughs> it's just this like a double album, CD. two CD set, <laughs> CDR. Oh, the liner notes are going to be great. <laughs> they will be. Um, so. We're going to start by breaking down right. the fact that everything that's wrong with society is because poor people exist and that they should all be not killed necessarily, but sent to concentration camps. Uh, I wouldn't say gulagged, but pretty close yeah. to that. So says council member <laughs> Carrington. Um, <laughs> boy, it, started, it was such a long time ago when we started this. March 7th. Shit show. Where we started out. Uh, <laughs> Talk about nine one one radios. Yeah, that's where we started out. Yeah, how much how, how much does a new uh, radio system cost you? That uh, the answer may surprise you. So it will surprise tuned. you. Um, and it's more than it was earlier when things were cheaper. Sure, but uh, I would say double. Yep, five uh, G still kills you. Yep. Uh, um, let's see. You you want to know the history of why uh, the city doesn't own any ambulances and a private company operates those ambulances? No. no? Well. Listen anyway. Yeah, you should. Um, hey, bathrooms are more expensive than they were, and Pam thinks that since somebody could theoretically write on a bathroom wall, yeah, that we shouldn't have bathrooms. Sure, any what of if, them. No what about bathrooms. kids in snow pants. Are they allowed to use bathrooms? As long as homeless people aren't. Good. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> we also talk. Uh, what else did we talk about? Some people got on some boards. I went on a ride along. Yeah, yes, you could you did get on a ride along with a cop. Uh, Two of the most brilliant traffic and uh, <coughs> pedestrian engineers of our time, including probably 30 years ago up till probably 30 years from now, right. were in town on the same day, and uh, Pam hated that idea. Sure. Who wouldn't? Nobody. Uh, <laughs> And we also talk about parolees uh, as well. Poor people. Poor people. Yes. Poor, 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 poor people. So, listen in. Enjoy. <laughs> uh, how could you not enjoy How it? could you not? Just don't gnash your teeth too hard. Uh, mm. No wailing. No, no wailing. Uh, but just, I guess, I don't want to say it's like a siren song, but I mean, I need help. Yeah. For God's sakes, we need fucking help if you to think, counteract this narrative. If you think any of the shit you hear today, whether it be pre-recorded from an actual city council meeting or right. any of the shit we say, if you think any of that's stupid, fucking speak up, please. please do. Just go to, just go. Uh, it's April tenth, uh, two thousand twenty-two. Two thousand twenty-two. Uh, here in the. Oh God. Magic City? Black Magic Black City. Black Magic City? Yeah. Red Magic City? <laughs> Blue Magic City? <laughs> One of the two. Uh, this is the Friday Pack with Stocking Stout. 
Uh, I am Saki uh, across uh, this beautiful custom-made door table, as I'm going to call it. Absolutely. Um, it's like the big banquet table in the grand hall in a castle. It really is. I mean, there's an exterior door. It's solid. Yeah. Weighs 295 pounds. This is true. Roughly. Uh, I couldn't bear to see it go away, so I turned it into a table. Yeah. Uh, like I said, this is Friday Pack with Stocking Stout, uh, Billings' premier podcast for everything that you could ever want to know and ever will want to know. Um, it's really a panacea for all life's problems here in Billings. <laughs> I mean, you listen to us once and you've got it all figured out. You're done. You're done, man. <laughs> You're done. Lucky you. You don't need to go to cat country. You don't need to go no. off on the AM dial. You get all the you information really you could ever possibly want in one simple stop. To be fair, nobody ever needs to go to cat country. No. That's a bad, bad no, Not even cats need to go to cat country. Absolutely not. Um, Excuse so, me. So uh, we're, uh, you know, our usual, a uh, little more than a month behind uh, this month. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to be um, more prevy to... I guess when these album—I uh, was going to say albums—we don't drop albums. No. Episodes drop. No. That's uh, close you, enough. <laughs> maybe an EP. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to the Friday Packet uh, dot com, um, or you can go to uh, Patreon forward slash the Friday Packet and become a Robocop level level member. And for a dollar, you get to support what you're about to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and we truly appreciate it. It's a pretty good deal. Whatever. Yeah, it's a really great deal. And if you have a question, thefridaypacket at gmail.com. Uh, we're still on, I still don't know how to use Twitter, or I just don't have the time to. Man, I don't know. Devote the uh, brain power to sitting down and actually making it work. I'm Twitter like, seems pretty toxic. Sure does. So we're on the Instagram. We can go there every so often. We drop something on there. Um, What else? <laughs> we got... We've got... Uh, oh, man, I decked out the studio. It's, the decor is something... I mean... Something special. i got to figure out what we need to do with the blank wall over there. I mean, I'm guessing some sort of 80-inch TV with just every single news source. Oh. You know, like picture-in-picture. Picture. Yeah, that's like, a great idea. And then we just stare at and lose our minds. Uh-huh. That or just play a movie during it. Mm. That'd be a good idea. Just play a random crappy movie and then we just stop in the middle of what we're doing and just like watch it and describe what we're watching oh man <laughs> just, sounds good we're innovators around here i mean i like how you have do. a custer's last fight painting oh yeah supplied by anheuser-busch brewing association oh yeah i'm classy like that look at custer just being a I hero know, so noble he's just in the center of the frame oh. um they they make them all out you know to be noble and taller than everybody. he's just sliced open a brown man yep they don't have any actual blood coming out, but you can tell he just whipped his sword right up his trunk. Oh, man, he's decked out in full Reg- animal skins. Yeah, some sort of safari regalia. Uh-huh. But the best part is all around it, his entire um, regiment is just getting annihilated in yeah. pretty pretty violent and graphic ways. Yeah. I was told this wasn't allowed in the house anymore. I don't blame her for saying that. <laughs> This is pretty fucking bad. <laughs> it's a lot, but it is it is funny though. It's an oddity. It's it's of its time. Yeah. I don't know unless it was from like last year. I, I guess it know. could be. Yeah. Oof. Fuck Custer anyway. Yeah, fuck him. 
guy had it. Kind of a douche. Had it coming. He had a lot of warts, let's say that, <laughs> all over his body. Yeah, okay. Let's do say that. Okay. He did. <laughs> he liked to keep exotic animals with him when he yeah. was traveling around in the West. Mm-hmm. That was sort of his MO. It's good. That's an important aspect of, you know, empire building. <laughs> Make sure you got a cheetah. Yep. <laughs> or two. Otherwise, I what mean, are you even what doing? What are you even doing with your life, really? <laughs> Fucking stupid. Let's doubt we we've got no. I mean, Billings yeah. is a is a bustling metropolis with big city problems right now. Isn't it ever? We need leaders and uh thought-provoking people in leadership positions to guide us uh, with good policy and uh, really point us in the right direction with good, thorough, thought out. All right. Um, you know, bills, initiatives to really start moving the city forward so we can <laughs> really start making progress as a city and stop this backward slide that we seem uh, to be on. And uh, is our vision statement... Um, the Magic City, a diverse, welcoming community where people prosper and business succeeds. So to me, if you're going to have that as a mission statement or a vision statement, it's how do we have people? How how does city government make people prosper? And how do we make businesses succeed? Is that our role as city government? Um, to me, city government exists for public safety, mm-hmm. to keep its citizens safe, yep. and it also exists for to provide good infrastructure, yeah. whether it's water, roads, trash, whatever like trash. it is. Name some so infrastructure. I guess there's, to me, that's kind of a feel-good statement, but I don't know that it really means anything. So that, that's my input. That could be said about most things she reads. Sure. So there we go. Starting off strong. We're coming in hot. Okay. We're challenging mm-hmm. vision statements. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair, we were talking specifically about the vision statement and uh, council retreats and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But man, mm. one thing to pick apart, you're going to chicken bone the, the vision statement. That's right. That's where you got to start. Good job. <laughs> That's where we're going to push forward. So let's start. Yeah, let's do. Let's start. Let's start back in way March 7th. Uh, do you remember March 7th? Uh, vaguely. It was a work session. It was two hours and 54 minutes long. Okay. Um, one of the main uh, takeaways from that one was there is a uh, new 911 system going in, new yep. radios, and they were not expecting it to cost uh, around $12 million, okay. which was like, hey, that's, that's fair. money. That's fair. So there'll be a budget amendment come for that, and they're going to be using uh, ARPA funds to replace that. So All hey, right. Thanks, COVID. Cool. $7 million for that. Uh, rest is coming from uh, police and fire, I believe, where it's, where it's going to come out. So the general fund, if you will. I mean, it's radios are pretty important. Yeah, and they're having problems with them now, it sounds like, with higher capacity. So, And there's a lot. And there's a lot coming in. Oh, I've got some stories for you, Stocky. Oh, geez. I did a ride along, but we'll go into that later. <laughs> or not at all, if that's what you'd prefer. Uh I like I like stories. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see what else was on that one. That one was. Uh, let's see. I am ready. I'm prepared. I've got paper. Uh, people were put on boards. Uh, Mia Yegan was put on the BID. Sure was. Uh, let's see. One application to the parking board, which is great. Really, you gotta love to see that. Okay. Uh, oh, that's seventh. 
I'm on the I'm on the fourteenth. Disregard everything I just said. Just I will wipe it from your mind. Gone. Just take that. It's gone. Thumb drive. Throw it outside. Step on it, <laughs> and okay. don't throw it away. Just leave it there. Dip. Because if you pick it up, you're going to get infected with a thought again. So don't do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're going to plow past the seventh. <laughs> go to the fourteenth, <laughs> which is a regular session. Regular session three three hours and thirty minutes. Uh, Some on council were worried about five G. Mm-hmm. And they made it known that they were uh, very worried about it, and they will continue to be, is what I wrote. Lethal. Yep. Lethal. Yeah. It's going to cut right through your DNA. I guess. It's like 5G, only it's it's 5 CRISPR. Let's just call it that. <laughs> May as well. If you're yeah. not aware of CRISPR, I mean, that's what it, basically 5G is. It's going to rewrite your entire existence, um, render yourself useless, and uh, it's just another step on the Agenda 21. And your genitals fall off mm-hmm. immediately. Both of them. Yep. All, all three of them. <laughs> Just come flying right off. All three. All three of That's them. That's right. Everything is expensive, I wrote down. Uh, so it's running six and a half per mile for two-lane roads right now. Typical, you know, curb, yeah. sidewalk, and gutter with the asphalt in the middle just to make a road, which is a lot of damn money. It is. Six and a half million per mile. You know what we should do? What? We should annex a bunch more stuff. Seems like a really good idea. Thank you. How, how else are we going to increase the tax base if we're not going to just start annexing stuff? Exactly. I mean, got to run. Could be wrong with that. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, you were saying <laughs> about the stuff. Sure. I wouldn't. I, we can go off wherever we want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, compensation agreements. You want to talk about compensation agreements? I mean, who doesn't want to talk about compensation agreements? So there's a uh, certain developer. In I'm good. Sabura area. <laughs> Okay. Um, he's really wanting to move forward on his project. Uh, city staff has worked in these ways before. Okay. Specific wording in their contracts where it says, uh, yeah, you can go forward, but it's got to be built to, you know, city specs. We got to, you know, make sure that it meets all our requirements. We have right of refusal, basically say, yes, you can do it this way. No, you can't do it that way. This guy was perfectly fine with that. He wants to move forward because he sees the benefit for moving forward on this accelerated timeline. He knew everything, but I don't think council felt that way. Well, I know they didn't feel that way because we spent an hour and 12 minutes discussing this back and forth. Um, And this clip sort of describes where the uh, conversation just sort of dull thudded. I think is the best way to describe it. Well put. So if you want to withdraw your motion, there's no need for a second. If I agree, if I'm going to, or you need to withdraw your second so I can withdraw my first. Uh, Yes, I could do (laughs) that. How does that work, Gina? Yeah, yeah. So uh, right now the motion is is the uh, friendly amendment. Okay, I'll withdraw my motion if you're willing to. The underlying motion to the 105, even. Okay, so that's gone. It's um, now back. And I I consent to the withdrawal. Thank you. So uh, that means we're back to the original motion for approval. Councilmember Joyce, I am like Councilmember Shaw uh, for approval of the agreement as is. I have stated that correctly? Okay. So are we ready to vote? Yes. Over ready. Okay. Uh, if in favor of the original motion for approval of item 6B compensation agreement, please say aye. 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 If uh, in opposition, please say nay. Motion passes unanimously. Thank you. So that was after what? Bernice? An hour? And a half hour and 12 minutes. Okay, we got back to the original motion and went went forward with it. And everybody's like, Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, 
Yep. Uh, and I've noticed sound-wise at the meetings, everybody has got their... One, they've got their internet on, on their phones and on their tablets, and they've also got their Bluetooth searching for shit. So every time they turn on their microphone, all you hear is... Oh, I should turn my Bluetooth on. <laughs> but everybody, so all 11 people up there have their tablets out, and it's just feeding into the microphones every time. Every time. You just hear the... You know, the 5G, just basically pumping in the... Uh, yeah, that's your cancer you can hear. The Andreostein or uh, whatever. Audible you, cancer. Audible cancer, mm-hmm. indeed. And then we get to talk about uh, downtown bathrooms. So, Stout, you down at their DBA are doing uh, things. Yeah. Uh, one of those things, um, which is a weird kind of cross-pollination, me being on the community development board and you being who you are. Go us, though, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you were approved to get a Portland Lou, which is on order. Which it is. is. Possible delivery middle of next month. Wow, really? Which is a little too soon. <laughs> no shit? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like six months out or something. Yeah. Four to six months? Yeah, it was. It was. Now it's not? Now it's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So maybe sooner rather than later? That's a different, that's a different problem than the one we're dealing with right now. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. But they are, you guys are not proposing, you are putting in a Portland Lou um, yep. right next to where Big Sky Economic Development is, right next to Park One mm-hmm. on that alley side. Um, yeah, like there's a little weird like parking spot next yeah. to the entrance to the parking garage. So there's like an alley and then there's a car space kind of sized. Like a public bathroom spot. space spot yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. So that's happening. Uh, some on council. This has already been approved. So this is a budget amendment because everything is expensive now. Because mm-hmm. because the price went up by 50%. You know, that'll happen mm-hmm. in a world. So you went to back to council for a... In a world. In a, in a world. <laughs> 70,000 extra doll hairs yes, to, to make this happen. Um, council already approved it. It's already going forward. All they needed to do was discuss the extra cost that goes on to this. Mm-hmm. But we get off into the bramble. Oh, boy. I'm not, we're not even in weeds anymore. We're in no, bramble. Bramble. We yeah. are on a tumbleweed, and we're tumbling. Yep. We are tumbling. Here we um, go. <laughs> and and uh, old uh, Frank Neese out in the Heights. Mm-hmm. I, I want to... Uh, I, I don't want to say it's one of the more fucked up things I've ever heard, but it's pretty fucking fucked up. <laughs> Pardon my language, but holy hell. <laughs> Thank you, Mayor. Katie, thank you for asking my questions and and uh, and that this I um I am concerned about the the misuse of the thing, but I think that the scheduling that you're going to have of people going there, I like the idea of the police driving by it every single day. Uh, I think there's a lot of benefit to that, and no, you know, having been in those situations where you're in in a public area and you've got your you know little grandchild there, and you can't find. Yes, you're, you're right. I can probably go into the coffee shop, but. But yeah. having those things, especially if it's going to be 24-7, you know, I'm thinking especially when they're all in their snowsuit and bundled and you're ready there and they got to go, right? And the shops are all closed. And so those are the kind of things I think I, I don't want this to be a public restroom for the homeless or the transient. I, I, if, if that's the program, I would, I would vote against it. Uh, this is a public restroom in the shopping area. I've long said that downtown needs to be a shopping area. It needs to, you need to think of it that way. You go to any of the malls, you've got public restrooms. And so I think this is a good start for that. Um, I, and the only thing I would say uh, that I wish I would have seen MOU beforehand, 
I trust that the bid is going to take care of everything, and that's what the MAU is going to come that way. And when we see it, the city of Billings is not going to be doing anything on that other than the bid taking care of it. So uh, I will support this motion. I look forward to this actually working. And then if it doesn't work, maybe changing or moving some things or putting it somewhere else or building a park downtown and putting it there um, where uh, uh, it kind of showed in the pictures that I looked at. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, any oh, further discussion nope. before we proceed? One more. Oh yeah, there's a little more. Pam? My concern is the location because oh. it's not really central. Nope. How fucking and, more central um, could it be ever? Yeah, I was anywhere. just thinking the skate park. What a great place to maybe put it there. That's so much but less central. There's a lot of areas within the downtown Such that as? I think have had problems oh. with um, <laughs> transient use. Literally right and there. I, even with this being as close to the uh, police department, we may think it's good, but they may not think it's good. And also, how do you um, how do you provide signage for people to know oh, whether got, it's people at the got a you know Sky Point or wherever Farmers Market? You know, how do you provide signage? Signs are I would difficult. not signs. want art on it for the pure and simple no. fact that you mentioned that it's anti-graffiti and that it's easy to clean. You put mm -hmm. art on it. No, it's then you've taken away Still that element is. of it. So, Still is. Um, at this point, I won't support oh, this motion. I think there's too many so ans much unanswered principle uh, in her. Uh, maintenance problems with it. And so I'm, I just can't support it at this point. Thank you very much. Uh, any further discussion before we proceed with the vote? Seeing none, we'll uh, move to vote. The you got the vote on there? Or where she goes, no. <laughs> yeah. no. Everybody's uh, like, yeah. And she's like, uh-uh. <laughs> so again, this yeah. was already for a budget-approved uh, Portland Lou. Already this voted was just for. for a budget amendment. She was just approving the amendment, mm -hmm. not the project, like she said. Yeah. Um, just in case you're ever wondering uh, how you direct people towards stuff, signs are a good thing. And they're readily accessible. Mm -hmm. Well, they're made out of plywood. I don't know, like a stencil that you spray paint something on. Some of the nicer ones are, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a real challenge. Sake. That was shitter talk because I put that one on their ass. Mm-hmm. And you sent me some a, pretty a good gifts. a wonderful thing that's coming to downtown. It's needed. Um, unlike other council members who've said in the past, it's like, well, why don't you just go to the library or go into Rock Creek Roasters and use their fucking bathroom? Well, when you're not buying anything and you yeah. gotta go, I mean. And all of that shit's closed because it's like fucking 1 a.m. and you live on the street. Yeah. Makes I'll, a just, I'll just wait until they open at 9. Yeah. And take just a hold leak it. Then. Just cross your fingers and that'll be fine. Hope for the best. Yep. You know, her concerns, I mean, I, not, I guess not to put too fine a point on this again, but oh uh, I'm pretty sure she was just lying about all that shit. I don't think she gives a shit whether or not it gets graffitied i think she's got somebody in her ear no saying oppose whatever comes up from these guys because i don't like them well exactly we're gonna hear more is. from pam in the episode uh she's uh she's got issues Fuck. with a lot of things mm -hmm. uh, and she makes them known because she spends a bulk of the meetings just sort of talking Rambling. Just talking, talking, talking. So we'll hear more for her from her in the episode. But that passed, I believe, what? That would have been 10 to 1? Yeah. Um, 
even East was on board, even though after he he said, got to figure out how to keep homeless people out of it. But other yeah, than that, so he's good. just gonna you know post up there. He's just gonna sort of you know check IDs to make sure that <sighs> you have an address. Everything's awful. I, I like to think that he misspoke. Now I know it's probably not the case, but I like to think that he misspoke. And what he meant to say was that it's not only a bathroom for homeless folks or transient folks. Yeah, it's not but just for people who also, have children that you're yeah. ripping their snowsuit off. I think it should be saying, okay. If Shut the hell up. You will go to the bathroom in here, or I will make you ride in the bed of the pickup. Absolutely, yeah. Right. I, I think it's fine that it's a bathroom for any human to use. It'd be nice. Regardless right? of whether or not they have an address. Good God. But, you know, what do, what do I know? I don't know shit. I just picked the fucking thing out because it looks like it'll work really good. Yeah, it really will. <laughs> but, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, the uh, comment that it should go up next to the skate park is completely asinine since mm-hmm. there already is a fucking shitter that's already there. Yeah. And she would have looked. Oh, I'm sorry, not a shitter. A bathroom. <laughs> In a what facility way? Facility for people to relieve themselves of their bodily fluids. In what way is the skate park more central? How can you possibly get more well, it's central? It's across to the railroad tracks. Jeez. From Come on. I mean, Sky when there's Point. a train coming. She wanted it in the middle of the intersection at Sky Point. I think she wants it in the Petroleum Club. That's where she wants it. I mean, I'd, that'd be all right with me. Yeah. If we just told everybody there's a bathroom on the <laughs> fucking 22nd floor and yeah. help yourself. Go for it. If you want, just let, let it loose in the elevator if you want. Yeah. That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, I've changed my mind. We need to put it there now. All right. Let's, okay. Uh, let's. Uh, Let's get off this shitty conversation. Let's do. Um, let's move on to EMS. Have you ever wanted to know the history of the EMS? <laughs> so uh, I, I mean, wake who up hasn't? in a cold sweat. I'm thinking, God. I mean, everybody's wondering, I mean, EMS, that just must be like a city service that's just sort of there whenever we want it. <laughs> Somebody tell me the history of the Somebody EMS. Somebody tell me the history of the EMS. Um, yeah. So Chief Hoppel with the uh, fire department is going to give you a little rundown of what the EMS is. Uh, how are they? How are they formed? Uh, what agreement, if any, there is with the city for EMS to actually exist here? All right, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. So we're going to talk about a little bit uh, about the Billings EMS history. Uh, if anybody was around in the early uh, late '80s, early '90s, we <laughs> was had, I? Uh, two small private ambulances companies. A third and one how? opened up, and then a large conglomerate came in. That was Medtrans. They bought out all the three three of those in 1994 and the ordinance was written that you guys are currently operating under at that time okay okay uh, in 1998 medtrans was then basically brought in uh they purchased medtrans uh that was Laidlaw corporation um and again that current ordinance is still in place uh we don't have a contractual agreement with amr right now uh to serve our community. Uh, we are working right now with legal to help uh, bolster what that looks like uh, and to reflect more of the operations we do uh, in our community. Uh, one thing I want you guys to keep in mind is EMS is not an essential service in the state of Montana. Okay, it's not required to provide those services. No. So um, Why would it be? on that, uh, emergency and non-emergency calls that are received, they basically come into the, the dispatch center, right? And the dispatchers will then look at PD, fire department, medical, and uh, push those uh, right vehicles out, recommended based upon the, um, uh, the appropriate resources for the call, okay? Uh, per the CPSM report, uh, we have started down that road of priority dispatch, 
um, in good. doing that. We've seen a reduction of about 10 to 15% of our calls. Um, of that, uh, you know, we know that that's a work in progress. We are seeing some things that are falling through the cracks and some over response. So we're correcting that as that, as we're getting that data. Okay. Um, and some of that's always going to be subjective of the uh, person who gives the call information yeah. and the call taker and what they receive. We have call a lot taker. of community members that aren't going to give up private information. No. And so they might not get the, the correct resource at the time. So but we're constantly looking at that and looking at and and trying to do that. So there you go. That's the EMS. So technically they don't have to be here. There's no real ironclad agreement. Um, they may be moving towards a uh, making it an essential service, which, yeah, probably needs to be. Makes sense to me. Um, kind of the prime jobs with the, with EMS. I mean, uh, they don't get a lot of the benefits that, say, the firefighters do. I think that's the problem they're having is mm-hmm. you can get your certification, but ultimately – you don't get paid a lot more, and the benefits aren't like, as lucrative or good. It's a pretty shitty job, yep. really. It's definitely like a... Um, it's like an independent contractor almost, isn't it? Yeah, and it's a, it's a like a, a stepping stone job. If you want to be a nurse or a firefighter or whatever, you work there for, you know... Whatever, get some like field experience. It's almost doing like an, an internship, not an internship, but a... Residency, almost yeah. like. Yeah, that's fair. Jump to the 21st. Okay. Uh, which is a work session. This one only went two hours and eight minutes. That's pretty good. I didn't um, watch a fucking lick of this one. Uh, I, I watched way too much fucking stuff. Uh, and there's a niece. Here's another niece clip. I don't remember what it is, but I'll just start. I'll remember it once it starts It'll playing. It'll make itself pretty apparent. Remember, boy, I, we, you haven't voted to allocate any money from... Oh, that's right. So this is a clip about... Um, in the mill levy, there was a certain amount of mills that they were going to direct towards uh, a alternative unit, a car, a vehicle that would be equipped you know, with a police officer or a firefighter that would go to a call that was more someone having a crisis that didn't need to involve someone showing up with a gun and escalating the situation to another level that it didn't need to go. So Yeah, crisis response team. A crisis response team. Nothing has been allocated. Nothing. We haven't, we're not even in budget season yet. This is (laughs) Excuse me. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't even say, hang on a second. I apologize. <sighs> so this is what was approved by the mill levy, the second one that passed this past year. Um, part of the response, which was, you know, so the first mill levy got us up to just a little bit below where we needed to be. And then the <laughs> next one. Yeah. Um, got us to where we do need to be, hopefully. So hiring more police. Yeah, theoretically. Theoretically. First um, one kind of got us to, so we don't just dissolve and Yeah, so it doesn't turn into gas town. Back to the future to Biff world. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but the crisis response team. So this hasn't been, this has always kind of been floating out there in the ether. They've been getting presentations about, and this hypothetically might what it looked like. was with them. They started going down the road of, what a vehicle will cost. They're just in. They're just in hypothetical land. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and Roynes does not exist in hypothetical land. <laughs> no, it's he does not. It's either this no. or it's not. It's it's either there or it's, there's no gray area. There's no... Yeah. He likes to say, let's bring it out, let's discuss it, let's flesh out the issue. He doesn't want to do that. Mm-mm. No, if he had to do that, I mean, I think he'd just start melting. He'd be like Pizza the Hut and uh, Spaceballs. <laughs> There'd be some guy next to him going, boss, you're delicious. And you're just dripping cheese. <laughs> it's a horrible analogy, but Beautiful. you kind of get, get the idea. <laughs> Reference, I like it. Okay, go ahead. The public safety levy, but we would anticipate coming to you for part of that 400000 I think it was, uh, as part of that of saying, hey, would council like to fund what they're talking about from the fire department side, not from the community partner side, but from the fire department side. Would that be a good use of those dollars? Yes. Okay. Um, Councilor Bernice? Thank you, Mayor. No! Yeah, Mayor, that was uh, actually along the same lines. Uh, This was not voted on, and this was not discussed. In fact, it was actually, well, I should it was discussed, and it was said, no, the city would not get into funding a truck and vehicle and equipment or personnel for the mental health. The community members wanted to have that, and we said, yes, if you wanted to be a part of that, you're welcome to join in and, and provide that service to the community, but we as a city, were not funding that. This is completely opposite of what we have talked for the last two years and what we campaigned about on the public safety mill levy nope. uh, about this. So I think, I think there's a huge change in what is being presented to us tonight and what we have as a council yeah. members in going. the past had talked about. There was a small uh, amount for uh, a small two mills that was mentioned for public health, but that was a yet to be determined and the council has never discussed that. We've asked for have a discussion on some of the ideas and the work session of how to spend that two mils, but has never come to council before. If this is part of that two mils, then I think that needs to be disclosed that, hey, by the way, this is going to be part of the two mils that you're spending. But I don't, I I think this, this, uh, this idea of adding in a behavioral health unit now that the city is funding and, and putting in the fire department budget is to me is unacceptable. Yeah, Pepper, this, get in this there. This was never intended to be solely on the fire. Oh God! Oh boy! Behavior. I apologize. Is funding and, right. and putting in the fire department it. budget is to me is unacceptable. Unacceptable. Oh. This this was never intended to be solely on the fire department. This was to discuss another piece of what's going on in the community and to make sure that it was understood here, that this is not a part of the EMS system and or the MRT program. This is something completely different, again, in conjunction with community partners. Hold back the horse. That's all. Nice. get back and, and in Kevin, there. If I just ask you to clarify, this was the, the behavioral, you know, the counselor part, and I agree completely with Council Member Nice. we hadn't pinned down the details, but um, uh, that was one of the options that was discussed as part of the 400,000, is what you said, or are you saying outside the 400,000? No, I, I think what we're trying to say is that, you know, if there's some funding that's needed for some city services, would council want to move down that road of funding it through those two mills from the public safety levy? Yes. Again, I mean, we're partnered with Substance Abuse, you know, Connect, the Continuum of Care. You know, we're partnering with outside agencies for that behavioral piece. But I think it's always been discussed there's going to be a policeman or a fireman or somebody attached with them yeah. um, that we would have to have there. And that would be the city's contribution. Yeah. Now, the funding of vehicles, you know, things of that nature, I mean, no, we have not brought that to council saying, you know, do you want to use some of those two mills? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I follow up on that, please. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's do that and then Councilor Retreat. Sure. Not Get him, Frank. Out, and and yeah. Kevin. Oh, okay. And Councilor Gillick. 
And, and Kevin, I, I, I agree there was some discussion there, but it was supposed to come back to council because there was a lots of different ideas that people had throughout the Hill community. Mr. Mayor, yeah, 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 Bernice, we no, are not talking about the budget yet. Thank None you. of this Yeah, yeah, we, we got it. Councilor Bernice, um, you're assuming, uh, assuming something that's just um, not factual. Nobody is <laughs> approving anything. Um, it, it just hasn't been approved, which was your point. We got that. Um, we get Council that. Member Gillick and Good job, Danny. <laughs> just, it's just nice so to, say to start Mr. blurting Ma out stuff. <laughs> point of order. Instead of, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I know, it's just like are we going to listen to man. all of this? Holy shit. Yeah, For we get it. Sake. We yeah. understand that you have an opinion mm -hmm. and you like to regurgitate it oh constantly. Follow up on that. I just need to repeat everything I've said. I know. That's, that's For 25 the weird thing about minutes. it is he's just like, you just heard what they said. And then he didn't hear it. It's like he had a speech prepared. He oh, needed to geez. just sort of plow through it. Yeah. And then, I mean, the teleprompter was running in front of him, and he was like, well, yeah, I, I got to get I, I cannot read the words. Yeah. They're there. I've got to do it. Plus, I'm definitely going to stop listening the moment I stop talking. So <laughs> if any new information comes out, or if we discuss the fact that this isn't a fucking budget, we are just kind of. Right. It's April. Shooting Maybe we started getting it. budget presentations, Jesus. and all of a sudden we've hypothetically. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, so that's yeah. where that's where uh, Mr. Nice was. We never wonder where he stands, though, do we? I don't know where he stands. He's <laughs> uh, doing the weird crab walk everywhere, <laughs> which I always thought was kind of weird in gym class. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn crab crab walk. Yep. This is fun, isn't it? And just Dude, like people just destroying this? their elbows <laughs> and their so backs. Bad. It's like, yeah. oh my god! I just hit the back of my head on the floor again. <laughs> is this helping? I don't know. What are all these stars out for? <laughs> Next. Oh, Stocky, follow up on that. I'd like to repeat okay. everything I just said. Please do. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. It was never discussed. Uh, this is completely opposite of not the opposite thing that we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He picks some weird hills to die on. And it's a fuck. The whole idea is to save a shitload of money on police and fire right. response. Priority dispatch. Crying getting out. getting wow. the right resources to people when they need it. Yeah. Kind if, of thing. If it's a, a more efficient way. Yeah, absolutely. Does the ladder truck need to go out for somebody who is out of medication in their house? Who's, Probably yeah, not. No. And, you know, the police and the fire can show up and deem the the scene safe and deem the subject... Dare I say not copacetic? Immediate, yeah, not an immediate need of right. medical triage. And then they can be like, all right, here you go, social workers. <laughs> this is no longer a city call. Exactly. This is now a mental health center. They can go on to whoever. preventative policing in some way what? or patrolling. Proactive policing? What are you talking about? <sighs> sorry. Oh, gee, I'm, I'm sick sorry. of your shit. So sorry. Can really follow sorry. up on that, Stocky? Please do. Can we just say that whole uh, conversation over again? Real I think quick? we can. I okay. think I'll just... I follow up on that, please. I'm just going to have Roy Nies interrupt us every time. <laughs> this was never discussed. Oh, can you get a sound bite of him just saying, uh, follow up on that? I follow up on that, please. <laughs> Okay. We have order, Mr. Mayor. This is going to be a four-hour long podcast. This, this gonna is gonna be, this going to be this going to be a doozy. This is going to be hard to to dumb down because because yeah. <laughs> we get dumbed it down already. Yeah, we're we're already pretty dumb. It's real dumb. Real dumb. Okay. Um, I believe we're on to the twenty eighth now. So the twenty first was a work session. It's that work session, which is mostly EMS. Mm. Uh, super fun at the beginning, which Nice must have just showed up in a real bad mood because the super fun people came. Uh, and when we're talking Superfund, 
site we're talking about the dry cleaners, big side yep. uh, linen, I think they're called now. Uh, there's a lot of work done to it. They ran out of money on the state side, so they turned it into a federal Superfund site now. Sure. Um, this is something that's been happening in town for quite a while, and he was very concerned that the public was not notified. A hundred years? Yeah. Roughly? Yeah. Just dumping dry cleaning chemicals into the ground. Sure. Um, I, I believe the public is well aware of, yeah. especially the people around there, of what's going on. And if you've ever worked in an office building down close to that thing and gotten headaches and woozy, you're, you're pretty aware of the and dry cleaning thing that's going on. Yep. But that plume keeps moving along, and and now it's a federal thing. So your guess is as good as mine what's going to happen there. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. But he, he came in real hot and was like, I something must have happened. I, I, did he need like a Diet Pepsi? Did he, I mean, is his blood sugar low? What's going on here? Probably that, would, that would explain it, yeah. I mean, good God. More fiber. He was just on a tear that night. Okay. Um, and that moves us on to a nearly five-hour-long March 28th, 2022 regular session. Um, lot, lots of, lots of, lots of ins, lots out here, Mod. Um, <laughs> we're talking developments. We're talking uh, far west end, right next to Trails West. There's a weird plot of land that they're developing. It's got a weird high-pitched ditch right next to it, like like a deep, deep ditch. If you've ever seen a ditch, and who hasn't? Oh, I've seen, I've seen some <laughs> you've seen ditches. one ditch. Yeah, you haven't seen this ditch. It's, Where's this? I'm going to look it up on my maps. So this would be 56, where the new middle school is. There, where uh, uh, is that okay. Ben Steele up there? Mm-hmm. Uh, 56 and Grand area, which is kind of turning into a uh, fuck. It's turning into a, a a big chunk of town, is what it's turning into. Yeah, uh, there's a new. Grocery store going in out there. There's a bunch of housing developments. Yep. Um, and this is another development that went in there. Um, and Pam had a good, you know, Pam doesn't have any good points on this show. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Just to be, I don't know, a jackass, I guess. I follow up on that. Please. She's got some concerns about uh, yeah. developments. Because my, my concern is also in going into subdivisions. Right. And the first thing you see is the multifamily stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh Jesus! And then it's just going back further to to the single family, and the presentation of that is like, okay, is this where I want to live? Right. Yeah, I I know that you do great design work and all of that, but uh-huh. I'm just I that is a real bone of contention with me in God. this PND setup on that arterial. So I don't know that we can do anything about it, but I'm just saying that is yeah, a big concern for me is how that sets. And I know it sounds like it's going to be back far enough, kind of like Grand Peaks. I think there was a comparison with Grand Peaks. So it just gets worse and worse pretty much. So, so you know, when I, when I come into a place and I have to see multiple families in one area, I, I pretty much just check out. I just want to move. I want to burn my house down and leave. I want somebody to ask her what she doesn't like, like to spell out what she doesn't like about multifamily housing. Is it that there's more than one house? Is it, what is it? Is it the parking situation? Which is, you know, after living in Montana long enough, you just sort of hear their tone of voice and you're like, there's more to this. So it's probably about the cars I think that would park in front of them. It's about the poor but people. But the way that you present it, it's like, 
I hate pulling into subvision and seeing poor people right off the bat. I fucking hate it. Absolutely. That's that <laughs> I pretty sure that's what she doesn't like. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? I mean It reminds me that They're the worst. I'm lucky and I don't like that because I like to feel like I work for sure. everything. I, I want got. a one acre lot that my dog could just go out in the back. I don't have to pick up the shit. He no. just runs to the back 40. I'm going to mow the whole thing yeah. twice a week. Well, I'm not even going to do it. I'm going to hire somebody with a thresher. Yep. Uh, and then that's... But I'm going to spray city water on it Fuck all no. day, every day. Oh, yeah. You got to kill the weeds. And then I'm going to pay somebody not quite very, not quite enough to mow it for me. Yep. Twice a week. It's yeah. going to be a fucking marsh. So it's just kicking and screaming this is all this is developments the fuck is change. problem and uh the way they're trying to figure out how new zoning code works with everything how we cannot make our 9600s throughout the entire city which has been proven over and over again is a horrible land use yeah uh, promote segregation throughout the city mm-hmm. it's, i mean everything about it is very very nimby Ugh. And, it's and not there's not even... a lot of pushback on the the council itself. That's sort of what bugs me about the whole thing. Well, when someone says something like this, it's like, why isn't someone on the council just asking the question back? It's like, well, what do you want to see? What don't you like about affordable housing yeah. and billings? Just McMansions, please. Yeah. That's all. Just shitty, inefficient. If you want to have an exchange of ideas, if you want to flesh out these ideas... You have to push back. I mean, in my opinion, you got to push back on shit like that that people say. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> or have her suggest something. What would you like to that see that she would like, rather than just no? Do you I want don't the like annex two out the back? You want to push back further in the development? Do you want it more interspersed with well, the development? Then all the poor people are going to have to drive past the rich people's houses. Well, we, we can't have that. I no, mean, absolutely Jesus. Not. Who wants to see a '92 Chevy Cavalier going right past a Jaguar? Oh, that just makes not me, me not this guy. Sick, it really does. Disgusting. Is that what is that a fucking Buick? Uh, La Sabre? La Sabre. <laughs> Better not be a fucking Caprice. Oh, if it was a LaSalle, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to burn the street. <laughs> Bring that pile of garbage into my house. But, yeah, I think there's... I don't want the... I can see where we're asking that question. You're like, well, what do you want to see? It would just turn into a back and forth that yielded nothing, I, I would just, think. But... In the wanna, same breath, I'm like, no one has done it yet, so I think someone should try. Worth a try. I want to know what <laughs> she doesn't like about multi... I want her to have to fucking say it. The density. She probably doesn't like the density, the the efficient land use, the... Yeah. The mix What of is housing. it about multifamily you don't like? It takes my well-earned single-family money that I built over generations and just squanders it, even though there is no proof of that. Slash got from her family. What? No. I follow up on that, please. You want to talk about trash containers? I mean, who doesn't want to talk about trash containers? Sure. I mean... So the city is converting over. They sure are. Uh, this has been an ongoing process. They moved first to difficult, hard-to-get-to places where the... Uh, the 300s, and I, that's not a joke. There are 300, there were 300 gallon trash cans, basically roll off containers that the city of Billings residents who own homes got to throw the trash into and get to use like a roll off, yeah. you know, construction Absolutely. dumpster for God knows how long. Uh, 
I've experienced on the size, and they're amazing. They were amazing. A lot of people took advantage of them, and a lot of people abused them. Yes, they sure did. Um, and it took a toll on city equipment and, uh, I guess, equity of charges. So basically, you get charged the same rate if you're not using it at all, if if you're just filling that some bitch the day after it gets emptied. Sure. You're getting charged a lot the same amount. So they're trying to go as a – they gave council multiple options of pay-as-you-throw – what do you think should work? How 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 we should roll this out? And count council, you know, did its council thing, which was never really commit to anything and just sort of say, Sounds good. Let's revisit. You're doing this. it wrong. You know. Here's what I don't like. Anyway. Yep, so ninety six gallon ones. I mean I'm curious to see ultimately how those work out in the heights because a vast majority of them are just gone. They're just going to blow away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> and funny. how do you solve that? Keep it in your Which fucking is this, garage. I know. Go back to the, you know, 1950s style where you just build in corrals for the 96-gallon ones. We're going to yeah. sort of click in there yeah. after you've, you know, unloaded them. Because when you put it out and go to work, it's not like you can come home after it's been sure. unloaded and put it back up against the house or in the garage. I've I've got mine. I like it. It's fine. Yeah. I barely, it's, yeah. But I'm pretty I, efficient. I'm just, I just, I appreciate the city of promoting efficiency. And, yeah. Um, I mean, recycling's not going to happen. I mean, it's not, a, not an efficient way to really, I hate to say it, but I mean, yeah. just stop buying so much of it. <laughs> That's basically the I mean, the, the, the plastics, is. yeah, you can recycle them, but I mean, this get boated up and sent over to somewhere else to be, Thrown away. Thrown away. <laughs> I, uh, but I do get the cardboard, the paper, the aluminum. Aluminum's ever, you know, forever recyclable, but I don't think it's ever going to be a city level no. service. It's going to have to be private. Yeah. I, so my 300 gallon was shared with between five households. And, um, so now, A, I actually get a lot more room out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but B, I just have it there by my house, and I can just fucking walk out and throw my shit in it, and then I take it out there on Monday night and leave it in a spot. And yeah, it might be kind of a pain in the dick in the winter time, but but you get charged for what you use for it, which is nice. Yeah, hopefully that holds true. I guess sure. And uh, you know, whatever t- trash collection should cost a fuckload more than it does anyway, right? For the impact that it has. But, you know, the lady across the fucking way fills it up with yard waste, fills the 300 one up with yard waste, I don't know, once a month. <laughs> Even in the winter somehow, she finds yard waste wow. to put in there. That's so every, every other, the four other houses are just like, well, I guess I'm hanging on to my trash until next week. Well, it's going down the alley, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I don't know. I get to keep it by my house, and it's fine. I, I don't see the problem. Yeah, I don't see one either. Plus... Like, didn't they stop making those 300-gallon ones? And You would hope so. Because yeah. they were just made out of, I don't know, vulcanized rubber? I have no idea. Yeah. kind of look like a hockey puck, really. If your shit's blown away, pour six inches of concrete in the bottom of it. It'll stick around. Well. It's 100 pounds. <laughs> 200 pounds? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it's, it's a welcome advance. It's a learning. It needed to happen, and I appreciate they're going for... Because there's two separate ones. So you get the 96 uh, uh, roller one, and you can do the green. 
yard waste one for no charge. I kind of want to do that too. Oh, it's no charge? Yeah, no, it's no charge. No shit. Yeah. All right. I'll take it. Yeah. So you put that out front and that comes once. I think they started up again. They started up on the fourth. So you put that out front and. Once a month? Yeah, once. No, it's once a week, I think. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Well, that's all right because I mean. I get a lot of apples and shit in my place, and I hate yeah, throwing throw it them up away. there and compost it. And yeah, oh, I'm calling. I'm making. I'm, I'm calling. <laughs> get a nice shit. little revenue source off of it. I think uplifting point in the podcast. Yeah, there it is. Let's, First uh, world problems, man. Figuring note. how to get rid of all the shit that we don't need. All that food that I need to throw away. Oh, God. All those apples. Jesus Christ! Oh. What am I going to do with all this pot pie? <laughs> throw hey. it away. In the pot pie receptacle. <laughs> I follow up on that, please. Now we need to talk about uh, parolees out. Yep. Uh, which is a nice segue into maybe, I guess, your uh, ride along that you got to go along with the other night. Apparently, I'm with not uh, about that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll talk about it. Okay. Uh, with a lieutenant who shall not be named. Yep. Um, we got to do a little ride along, and uh, the next segment's kind of about uh, uh, the hammer. Hammer. Okay. Um, really bringing the ten pound sledge. He's he's coming in hot. Yeah. Really. He's he's just about making coherent, complete sentences. Nah. He's getting real close. He must be arrested now. He's getting really close, but uh, he's just on his law and order kick, which is, I mean, with boomers and beyond. I mean, when all else fails, law and order is always there well, in TV show form and in life principles. We got these kids and their damn frisbees everywhere. You got you gotta oh, have shit. some law and order. Pretty soon Twisted Sister's gonna start, you know, oh. summoning the devil. Horrible. Yep. Ugh. But you got to ride along with a cop. Uh how was that experience for you? It was eye opening. I actually have done a ride along before, but it's been quite a while. So how many bulletproof vests did you have on? Thirty. Three? Just on my face. Nice. Like ten years ago I did a ride along. Saturday night ride along. Mm-hmm. Like I'll Pick you up at eight. We'll go till midnight. We'll see. It'll be a wild time. You get to see the. <laughs> It'll be a wild time. We're gonna hang from the bottom of a helicopter and shoot and stuff, and it's I mean, gonna be obviously. a good time, right? <laughs> Jump and grab it uh, as it takes off of the building. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we drove around, and somebody was speeding once, and the rest of the time we were just looking at stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and now this that was like. I think that was 2009, actually. I think it was like... More than 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. A long time ago. 13 years ago. And uh, um, it was interesting. You know, I got to learn. We got to talk a lot about, like, procedure and stuff like that. It was Mm eye-opening. But this time, like, I was... To meet the officer, who should probably remain unnamed just because I don't know if he wants anybody to say his oh. name. He, he did fine. Um, meet him at the operations center. OC? Down yep. The BOC. Maloney. So, yeah, South Billings Boulevard, you know. Over the bridge. Almost to the river. The woods. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'll meet you there at 4. I'll ride with you till 8. Okay. Friday night. So, you know, busy-ish time. Sure. 4 p.m. till 8 p.m. On a, on a Friday. On a nice Friday, too. You know, it's kind of like one of the first real nice Fridays we've had since winter. So temperature's up. Yeah, people are out playing and <laughs> enjoying themselves. <laughs> so I roll up. I'm rolling up at 7.58, and I get a call from him, and I'm a half a block away. 
So I didn't answer. I was just waved at him and I was like, hey, I'm here. And I hopped in the car with him. He's like, sorry to, to hurry you. We just got to go. First call right across the road at Dairy Queen, young lady threatening suicide. Jesus. So he had to respond to that, went in. She was in the, was, uh, as far as that kind of stuff goes, it went very well. She didn't trust anybody but cops. And once the cops got there, huh. she came out willingly. She had a big knife with her. She put it down immediately and good. felt like she was getting help. Wow. Pretty good, right? Oh, hell. Follow her up to Billings Clinic because the cop has to roll in and print out the narrative and give it to the nurse. And This is what happened. Yeah, finish out the police part of that, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a mental health call entirely. Sure. So if a cop... Well, it's got to be a cop. Yeah. Yeah. But if a cop and a fire department guy had rolled up and say, you know, a retired cop car and walked in and deemed the whole situation safe and maybe even called AMR on it, but there was three cop cars and a fire engine and an ambulance there. That's a perfect example yeah. of why the rapid response crisis team would be important. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, so anyway, she goes to the hospital. She gets taken care of. She actually feels better. While she's in the hospital, she's feeling like at least things are a little more under control and she's feeling a little safer. It's good. Mm-hmm. Got, of course, I don't know her name. There's no follow-up or anything, and that's fine, as, as it should be. Um we leave the hospital on a call that we got on our way to that lady. This is a found purse, it was called on the call, which was actually just a satchel. And the caller said that it had maybe some drugs in it. Okay, we'll go check it out. It's maybe a, drugs, my favorite kind of drug. Yeah, that's my favorite too. <laughs> um, what's that uh, little gas station down east of... Sam's Club, Gas oh, and Go? Gas and Go, or blue, not Blue Basket, but uh, Gas and Gulp or something. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Yeah. It's just basically a neighborhood grocery store and a laundromat mm-hmm. down there. Been there forever. Looks like a lot of probably low-income people get most of their groceries there. Mm-hmm. Uh, very walkable. Lots of kids, because it's kind of by a neighborhood, so kids kind of, it's probably a social area. Mm-hmm. There's a little trailer park just kind of beyond there. We rolled in there, pulled up to the place. Uh, officer walks. I stay in the car. Officer walks up, and the lady hands him a little leather, like, zip satchel. Like, looks like a pencil case almost. Mm-hmm. And he opens it up and is like, ooh. Uh, and he closes it back up and, like, puts it in a bag and puts it in the trunk. <laughs> and he's like, we're going to take this to evidence. We took it in, and it took me into the evidence facility, which is really interesting. Oh, the new one. Uh, yeah, it's uh, well put together. Seems pretty secure. Um, evidence everywhere. There's a lot of uh, equipment in there, so you can go in and you can like heat seal your own little bag around whatever your evidence is, and mm-hmm. you can print out the labels and shit and put it on there, and you put it in a locker and everything, right? So there's a bunch of lockers. They're kind of like uh, airport lockers that they, when they're open, they're unlocked, but once you close the door, they're locked. Mm-hmm. And they can only be opened from the other side. For so one one evidence employee can open it and oh, process okay. the evidence, right? So nobody has a key. Nobody can sneak in and like grab their stuff out it or, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so there's probably mm, two, three hundred 
oxy pills in there or pills that purported to be oxy. Oh. Um, but were probably laced with fentanyl because that's what's going around. Yikes. And there was a huge rock of meth in there. Just like one rock. So it wasn't like a, a dealer's supply, but it was probably, I mean, it could have been busted up and sold to a lot of different people. And he showed me how to like stick it in a little thing and put the little thing on there and break the little vials in the thing and it'll test it and show if it's meth. Oh, right. And all that stuff. It's pretty interesting. And of course, the lady found it when she was on a walk. She just found this and like unzipped it and saw it and like, yeah, and called the cops. Um, so it wasn't anybody's, it wasn't arrest. It wasn't during an arrest or it wasn't taken off of anybody. So it was just basically found evidence that needed to be destroyed. So it'll be incinerated probably. Hmm. <laughs> Pretty sure they're not going to flush it. That'd oh, be, bad. That'd be real <laughs> um, bad. Real bad. Um, and then uh, from there, we had to go to kind of an eviction gone bad in a trailer park that wasn't, you know, they kicked somebody out and locked the doors and they came back and broke in to get their stuff out. And so the landlord was there and they were all fighting. And then there was another guy. We there were already cops there, so we left that one to go check on a guy who was who'd gotten dumped by his girlfriend, and he was in his car, and he was threatening suicide, and he was gonna go shoot somebody else, and he just kind of wandered off. (laughs) And um, the cop was like, "I mean, this sucks, but he's by himself in the car, and he's not heading anywhere like central. He's like heading out into the country. He's like, I mean, it's awful, but." He's not going to harm anybody else. He's the one who's in danger at this point. Mm. And we'll give him, we'll just let him drive off. We won't pull him over. We won't escalate the situation. He can drive off and hopefully just fucking cool off. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't cool off and he, you know. Tell him to do a bacon, man. Go out in the, go out in the country and dance that shit away. Absolutely right. It helps. The footloose situation. A little dance fight in the, in the woods. Oh, man. (laughs) My favorite kind of thing to do. So it was basically that. We probably got to do about a total of 20 minutes of actual patrol. Just call after call, eh? During which. Uh Uh-oh. We (laughs) saw. Arms up. a, A stolen car. Stolen black Mustang mm. that um, it was going 50 down uh, Hollowell. Oh, well, I mean. It's a 25, right? It's suggested. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what they think you should drive, but yeah. they, what do they know? So clocked him at 50, punched it, and started going after him, and those dudes took the fuck off. And we got in a brief high-speed chase. With the dudes. And then he just like, you don't say the P word. There was definitely no pursuit. But he's like, he tried to initiate a traffic stop. Right. And the uh, the suspect sped off. And so you just, you don't pursue. Make a calculated decision. Yeah, because he's in a it. neighborhood. It's Friday night. Kids are out riding bikes and shit. <laughs> like, just fucking back off and let that dude... Calm down. Calm down and get out of there. And... It was pretty much just go, go, go until we spotted a few more. I mean, we cruised through looking for some stolen cars. This is what this officer really likes to do is find stolens, as he says. Okay. And uh, there's a lot of stolen cars in Billings. I don't know if you knew that. There's actually uh, one 
out in front or in back here yeah. not too long ago. You absolutely don't do know that, don't you? I do know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a four door brand new diesel yeah. truck. So I just showed up. Why not? Uh, working in my shop here one day, and I show up, and there's this, that truck out there. I'm like, that's kind of weird. Maybe they're just inside talking to their family. Uh, two hours go by, the truck's still running out there. I'm like, well, that's not right. Uh huh. <laughs> so I call it in. Uh, they show up. They're like, yep, this this definitely was stolen. They go and turn it off. And 20 minutes later, the, the owners show up, and it was stolen from 24th Street West earlier in the morning. And then they just sure. drove it down here and left it. Got out. Just left it running. Free ride. I was just like, all right. <laughs> Glad you got your car back. I mean. Cool. Peace out. If they turned wild. it off, they could have just gotten back in it later and driven off. And I know, right? That's, that's the only reason I was like, well, they must be inside doing something or just fell asleep. Yeah. Took a nap. I don't yeah. Know. Man, they're just very tired. Well, there was a nice little girl who was at the gas and go again. We went back to the gas and go. Right. She was supposed to walk somewhere and meet her mom, and she got lost, and she ended up at the gas and go. So the officer that I was with was really, really nice to her. He handled it really nicely, um, hung out with her, chatted with her a little bit, got her, like, name and information and figured out who her mom was and all this stuff and got her mom called, and she came and picked her up and taught me a lot about that kind of procedure about how, you know, if you can just take care of everything during the call rather than having to arrest people and fucking mm. <laughs> make it make it a big deal, then yeah, things are a lot better. Yeah. So for sure. it was an eye opening experience. Um completely different than it was twelve years ago or whenever it was that I was on my last one. Mm, uh, there's fucking forty thousand more people in this town than there were back then basically. It's fucking well. Yeah. So then basically an entire Bozeman more of yeah. people here. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, you fucking meth's kicking back. It was pretty, meth wasn't as big a deal back then. It wasn't as. Well, I mean, it was Meth Town USA, wasn't it? At one point here. It was Time like Magazine. early 2000s. That's right. And then something happened and it kind of went down a little bit. But yeah, dude, I don't know, man. It was, it was eye opening. And he, you know, he made a couple of comments to me like, He's like, yeah, I can drive around like all night and dealing with people after people with like, oh, I lost my purse and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I, it's easy to forget that very often the person you're talking to is having the worst day of their fucking yeah. week or month or year or life, you know? Sure. And it's just another day. It's another fucking part of my day, but these folks are having a fucking awful time. And I have to remind myself that all the time. And I liked hearing that from him. Like, he was he's trying pretty hard. It's nice to hear that he's aware of it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because that can get pretty pretty draining on you. Just that's all you see. Yeah, it's a job it's I don't want. the worst part of people constantly over and over and over and over again. Yeah, and, and you know, we we jokingly made fun of firefighters because they're just heroes. Well, you know, they're, they show the, they're the worst. I mean, solve the problem. And, you know, sure these, they do. These cops are seen as creating the cops. problem so often. Yeah, I mean, they're fucking cops, so yeah. they suck, obviously. But <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um but, yeah, I get it. I mean, I couldn't do that job. I don't want to do that job. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. He seemed to be pretty realistic about the situation. He handled everybody pretty well. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So, you got uh, your insights, uh, your ride-along insights that you got to do. Yeah. Um, there's another group here in town 
that's got some insights. Who could that be? Oh, man, they're people. Uh oh. They're definitely people. Okay. You know, whenever crime spikes, I, th I think, you know, living in Billings as long as we have, I mean, like when, when it was called Met Town USA by Time Magazine, mm. which was just a wonderful designation, there's always just a certain group of people who they've got it. They've got the solution. They've got the panacea. They, they've got what needs to happen. And, and the new buzzword is parolees. That's, mm -hmm. this is the problem. All right. There are a disproportionate amount of parolees coming into town. This is true. Sent to Billings by the state. Yes. Um, there is a certain group of people. Um, I'm guessing that award four, award five. <laughs> That's, um, that doesn't sound right. No? Okay. Uh, who have certain ideas of uh, what the problem is, what the solution is, and... Uh, there's also some uh, certain council member out of Ward 2 who uh, mm -hmm. is pushing, uh, pushing his agenda a little bit, I think. Your address, please. Keep your comments to three minutes. Uh, I'm Gordon Olson, uh, 5929 Ironwood Drive. I don't like to talk about the uh, parolee releases. I'm sorry? Um, talk about the parolee okay. releases, the oh. Oh. Uh, sobriety homes in Billings. Okay. okay. All right. Mm. Go ahead. Rock and roll, okay. Please, you I got two. I got two items. Uh, first of all, I'd like to, what? Chris. I know Chris, uh, but anyway, I know Hi, a lot of these people here. By the way, all the guys out on the fourth and fifth ward. That helps. But, uh, Thanks for like throwing that in. I would like to make a request. In fact, I have two requests tonight. Okay, one. Can you uh, run the metrics on what it is costing the citizens? And the uh, how do you say when a parolee pre-release person? goes out, shoots up uh, big bears, or runs a vehicle into a tree. The uh, Not only the cost of the extra police, but the uh, criminal prosecution. Yeah, so basically what this gentleman is saying, that um, the city government is there basically to run metrics, as he says, mm -hmm. on uh, what it costs okay. for, for anything. Yep. I mean, a very specific request, very easy. Very, It's super specific. Super easy, I mean, mm -hmm. just... Just crunch the numbers, would you? How much does um, it cost when The only someone... thing that was missing was, come on, chop, uh, chop. Uh, what is it? Okay, and what is that? <laughs> How much does it cost and when somebody shoots up big bears? Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Money. Second point yes, I have money. is that uh, I'm only as good as a constituent's and I've had a lot of people ask me. There was a email. I bought the uh, Ironwood Homeowners Board. Okay. Came across the uh, desk this morning, and I actually read it. Uh, Ooh, but anyway, uh, they're going to have a meeting. Uh, the uh, try to get everybody together on the 14th, and mm -hmm. uh, this is a topic. It's been a topic uh, on the pre-release. Uh, I think people are worried about home values. Uh, mm -hmm. According to my information, there's over 40 of these uh, sobriety homes. Mm. Uh, they're talking about hiring an attorney. They, I think they've already hired an attorney. Okay. And this is, you know, it's going to go like guard. wildfire. It'll go up to uh, oh. Highlands Ranch, Copper Ridge, and then down to Falcon Ridge. But uh, again, my opinion of that, I've told a couple of people that I said, you know, hiring an attorney, uh, it's just foolish and you're just throwing your buddy away. The problem is at a higher level. And I think what I'd like to say is that the problem problem mm -hmm. is 
in you guys' hands. Oh boy. You're our government. Uh-huh. And there's an issue here. People are worried. And I think I'd like to just close with that. Okay. Any questions? One last thing I do They're have, right. you know, I'm Keep not going. a hardcore. Uh, I do have empathy. I do realize that some of these people are getting out and want to uh, have made a mistake and want to, you know, be returned back into society. But the, then again, my understanding is that we're dealing with some very violent class three criminals, very violent, uh, as evidenced with that wreck that they had. Uh, I don't know if some of that stuff I've heard is true or not, but... No. Uh, what you're it talking could be. About. But anyway, Anyhow. I, I do feel for on. some of these people. So, any questions? My name is Barb Gustafson, and I live at 1068 Constitution. That they had. Yep. <laughs> um, I guess I want to share my thoughts on the impact in my neighborhood. I am okay. less than two blocks from an elementary school okay. and a few more blocks from a middle school. Uh-oh. We used to have a really fun little neighborhood. Oh, all of a sudden, we're all afraid. Now, we're nervous. Alarm systems, cameras. Why? Why are we afraid? Mm-hmm. I have a house full of villains next to me. Drug offenders. Those that are selling drugs to minors. Mm-hmm. Sex offenders. Mm-hmm. I've got evidence of that. I retired from uh, 33 years down at LAPD. And, wow. Mine's much more trivial. Okay, so appreciated your uh, deal on the news about dog crap. Um, That's what I'm here to do. There's one thing I know. Okay, all right. Yeah. (laughs) Mark Snyder, it's 3547 Prestwick Road in Briarwood. You bet. Uh, Canine control in the parks. I'm going to start out with three real simple anecdotes. One, two, One day I'm at the park, my uh-huh. dog's on leash, a lady comes up with two other dogs, knocks us down. Oh. Now I'm looking at two knee reconstructions. Uh, one gal had a, uh, three dogs, jumped my dog, and then got mad at my dog when he defended himself. And I said, lady, what would happen if I ran up to you in the park yeah. and started sniffing your crotch? <laughs> You probably wouldn't like it. Same issue. Good evening, uh, Ryan Gustafson. Glad you threw that in. Blanco. Uh, I'm here to address what my mom just brought up a few moments ago. Uh, I'm an attorney here in Billings. Moved back to town in 2012. And when I moved back, I started hearing from some of my friends and colleagues about homes that were being used as sober living homes, but were oftentimes filled with employees for contractors, people sleeping in the garage, and pushing as many people in there as they could, and it was a cash cow. And then one ended up next to my parents. Liquor bottles started ending up in their backyard. One morning at 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning, Hmm. someone was knocking on their door. He was high. He walked across the street when they wouldn't let him in. He broke into a car where he was arrested. My father, midday, filmed a man committing a sexual act on the front step which he sent to the police, and that man was arrested. And then someone drove by in the middle of the night and emptied a clip of a pistol into the front of the house. Now, I have a small child. My sister has two small children. We spend a lot of time over at my parents' house, as many people do in town. This is a serious, serious problem. Now there's two in their neighborhood. 
And Hostetler, uh, 1305 Nutter Circle, Billings. Uh, yeah. December, the on, council buddy. had initiative to uh, write an ordinance to eliminate dumping parolees in the city of Billings by mm -hmm. the... So they didn't write, write an ordinance. This was a letter that they were going to write to... Uh, Somebody the at the state, DOC, yeah. the state, saying, "Stop, stop, overloading us stop with stop overloading us with parolees and yeah. uh, more than we can handle." There's no ordinance, no nothing. So yeah, I'll let this gentleman. Okay. This is kind of a longer clip, just because I just need to get Department of the idea of what we're dealing with here. I was sitting here this evening listening to council, observing, looking at things on the Freedom Shrine. And one of the things that caught my eye was the Declaration of Independence. Oh. It's all about grievances, grievances against King George. Oh, and what was the result? What? The founders said to the king, take a hike. We're independent. We don't have to listen to what you tell us. Yeah. We're independent. We're going to do things our way. Yep. So the council initiative asked the staff to draft an ordinance. Drafted, no. Nope. Administration nope. says, we nope. can't draft an ordinance. It's against the state law. Yeah. Well, I think it's time for this council to tell the, the Department of Correction, take a hike. Thank you. This is uh, Mark Van Curen, 3036 Coxinia. I'm in Ward 4. Uh, I just, I won't rehash what they've all said please do but what i want to say is I'm sure he won't you're sitting here you have responsibility what's that we just had a school board situation oh with a young gal from west high completely separate and it went national oh my god oh. when they find out you're talking about residential areas and what you can do and how you can further billings and how it can grow mm. well it won't if people don't think their families are going to be safe, okay. if they don't think that when they come here, mm. they're going to have a really good uh, lifestyle mm. and a safe lifestyle, <laughs> and it's your responsibility. So don't take this lightly. I have one of these safe houses directly across the street from me. Okay. Safe houses. And we haven't had any incidents yet. <laughs> We've come to... And it's fine. But get get to know one or two of the guys yeah. uh, so that live across there. Yep, they're nice, nice little guys. I'm 72 years old, and we're going to come down to the... Oh. One of these days, I'm going to kill over a heart attack, and she's going to try to sell the house. Oh, and what is she going to tell the people what? that want to buy that house? If they live in seniors' school district, and what are they going to tell somebody coming up with two teenage oh, daughters okay. who want to buy that house? Are they gonna are they gonna say, well, you have anywhere from six to twenty guys who are really, who could be really dangerous. Or They're not. not gonna buy that house. But you didn't change my property taxes at all. I noticed that. <laughs> Just on a little lighter note is uh, I've been to this meeting and I went to the school board meeting the other day, and the first issue you should develop is padding for the seats. <laughs> Back to three years ago. Oh boy, dude, we talked to uh, Sari Couture. Remember? I remember this. Uh, padding for seats. Yep, and yep. It comes full circle, my friend. Well, I full guess circle. It's time to end the podcast. <laughs> 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 I
Thank you. You're not the first one to say that. Oh, tell me about it, son. The Do I fourth. State my name again. Oh. Oh, my God. You know who I am. You know where I am. Do we? Okay, so anyway, okay. as it was stated, there was an initiative in December, I think it was, and uh, it was voted 8-3 to go ahead and put a cap on uh, some of the statistics. Again, <clears throat> we wrote a letter to the DOC asking for help. There was no, like, initiative. Nothing binding. So right off the bat, they're just like, Fuck it. You've been throwing out but, uh, six years, 80% recidivism. So these people that come here. To put a cap on the statistics doesn't back, make any sense, They Frank. go up for a little while and they get pre-released to come back. This revolving door. Okay. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, mm. we, it, we've been quoted the uh, Montana code that lets DOC assign these people wherever they want to assign them. No. But there's a little subsection to it that says it has to be under intense supervision, and I don't know what the state considers intense, but um, it was in the paper about a month ago. There's 2,600 of these in Billings. There's 45 parole officers. That's 1 to 57. To me, that's not intense. Most of the people get in trouble in Billings. They've already left where they were supposed to be staying. People didn't know where they were. Where are you? And then bad things start happening. Oh, boy. <clears throat> it's uh, as far as our uh, effect on billings, the very first thing is safety. That was talked about several times tonight. Several. Uh, sense of security. No. People, you ask people why they don't go downtown. The very first thing they say is they're afraid to because of ice cream. Because of because of uh, security problems. Okay. And uh, then the image of billings. I don't know how many of you were at that uh, public safety meeting in the Double Tree last fall. No, was I? The meeting was started out with this statement: "Billings is the most crime-ridden city in the state of Montana." Boy, that made me feel good. I don't know about the rest of you, but talk about an image. The fuck are you doing about uh, it, Frank? The money. As long as they're locked up at, at Deer Lodge and DOC, mm. everybody in the state gets to pay their board and room. As soon as they're pre-released or paroled, they're sent to Billings. Guess who pays for it? Oh, man. I was watching the stuff Jesus. on there on the priorities and how are we going to pay for this? How are we going to pay for that? Well, maybe if we got a few less pre-releases and parolees coming to Billings, oh, we'd have yeah. a little bit more money to Dude, go around for other things. Where in the budget is this, Frank? It, it's not cheap having them come here. It really isn't. Oh, man. Jeez. Danger to the police officers. Uh, okay. They're the ones that the police officers come up and... And, Go on, Frank. Uh, have problems with, right? and then when they then shoot happened? them, then yep. they're under the gun, and they make national news. All oh, Billings police officers shot somebody again. These are the type of people that are getting released. Now, sure, some of them turn themselves around, but eighty percent in six years—that let's see, that's twenty percent that, that uh, turned themselves around. But it took six years to get that done. What the fuck is and happening? And then the revolving what door just keeps coming. You fucking uh, crazy old man. It's a drain on all public safety and billings, You're the ambulances, the fire department, yeah. the whole works. Increased amount of taxes. We had a public safety last year. We right. had a public safety year before. Oh, yeah, we had a public safety. Uh, it's been said by the chief of police that you give me enough money, we can solve these problems. Uh, that means we can have another public safety uh, 
no levy again next year or the following year? I don't know. It's hard to say, but there, uh, the question think, was Frank? asked at the public safety meeting at the library. Oh, boy. Is there a state law or code that would prevent billings from putting a cap on? Are you a lawyer? Releases and parolees coming to billings. And uh, the DOC, head of DOC, Brian Gukin, and uh, I think it was uh, Mr. Zink from you think? the assistant county attorney, both in unison, says no. There's no such law or code that would prevent us from doing that. So all I'm asking is, in 2019, there was 680 plus that came to Billings. There was eight that went to Bozeman. Okay, So let's take an average and settle for that number and put that cap on. That would be a great start. And let's start improving the image of Billings. Let's follow through with that initiative that eight council members voted for. I don't know how many of them are still here that did vote for it out of the well, eight. Well, not you, because you got voted out. We need out. to do something. It's not the town I moved to 43 years ago either. It's, so. it's not. It's been fucking Thank 43 for years, time. Frank. One of the things that I did learn... Oh, God. <sighs> I keep... Oh, I'll just let her fucking talk. About the Fuck pre-releases. Just let it run. Is that Sorry. It's with a lot, the recidivism but, rate being as high as it is, uh-huh. that... Pam's learning stuff now, Stout. If they go she back to jail, they go back to our jail. And our jail. Billings pays for that. What? Until they've been adjudicated again. You have to so be kidding the me. The cost is almost double for us because is with like two our times police more? force having to no, can't, um, double can't be. do whatever they do well, uh, then they put them in jail. What? Then it's on our dime. Well, there's and no room in the jail. So that is good. another issue what that I think a lot about? of people don't realize is that it uh, is on the city's dime until they've been adjudicated yes. again. I get it. We're done. If they are, they serve time in Billings, or uh-huh. if they're sent back to um, Deer Lodge. So, um, I Any agree. I, I think like all, all of you for being here and oh, sharing your it's stories. Like you're in collusion with the whole fucking there thing. There is Jesus an issue Christ. here, and I think that not only does Billings, but the state of Montana needs to get a lot tougher on crime. Glad to see that the hammer's really dropping the hammer. Dropping it's the going frank. nowhere. You know, did you read that book, Freakonomics, the, like, OG Freakonomics book? I want to say I listened to it on audiobook a long time ago. Yeah, I there's, a, there's a good section about how the crime rate went down roughly 18 years after abortion was made legal in America. Mm-hmm. Because there are fewer unwanted children being born. Well, or, you know. It just depends what kind of data you're looking at, Stout. Yeah, sometimes if you, well, it depends on what science yeah. you're. Well, what science are we talking about here? Life science? Earth <clears throat> science? But it's a, uh, the same cyclical cycle. And the, and these are the people that are speaking at council. This, this is the, I wouldn't say policy, but this is what is talking to the policy body, which is is less than ideal. Yeah. It's the only voice that is there. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should rehabilitate prisoners rather than just punish them. I mean, that seems like just crazy talk. Yeah, sorry, that was a stupid thing to say. Really? I mean, we're talking safe houses here. Uh, yeah, safe houses. And that crash they had. And that the crash. What was that about? <laughs> I know, right? Well, then there was that crash they had. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. The market that crash. crash uh, the plane crash. Remember they? When oh. they had that crash. Who doesn't know? Also, that guy probably hates it when people say they. Yeah. Just guessing. Him, him or her. Uh, 
So that's that's what's at council right now. Give me this that is, fucking scotch. Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. This is, I know this is who is there. Um, <sighs> Somebody else go, please. <laughs> please, someone who is more articulate than Stouter Eye, even though that's not probably the case. But I mean, it would, it would be screaming into the fucking void, not making excuses. It, it obviously needs to happen, and I feel like sooner rather than later that's going to happen. Maybe we because should I, keep I, I can't I can't stand this the, the fucking narrative that they bring anymore. It's just boring. It's yeah. It's just a recycled melody of of shit. That's mm-hmm. that's all it is. You're bringing no positive solutions to the situation other than this person is a pile of garbage and needs to go back to jail. Just, what does that fucking solve? Yeah, just warehouse these people that yeah. live in multifamily homes. I mean, where are they fucking supposed to go? They get out. They have no support system. No. They, they just go back to the place that they know. Plevna. <laughs> we going to send them up to fucking Whitefish? And yeah. they're just supposed to find your way. Yep. Help yourself. I follow Fuck up on that, sake, please. Man. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's something else. They're humans. Well, but still, if you are out there and you're, you're feeling motivated and want to become part of I know how fucking time, you know... It's it's a big involvement to be a be a part of that, but I mean, if these people are allowed to get up and basically talk about, you know, that that wreck that happened over there, and that wreck they had, I need you to run analytics on I don't know a certain subset of this fucking Excel sheet of how much a thing might cost. Yeah, exactly. I mean, by all means, just go down there. You can you can talk at the beginning of the meeting, which is just basically open season. You don't have to wait till the very end yep. to do. You know, on non non agenda items, you can do that. Um, but it's it's I don't know. It just feels like a repeat every time I see these people start to get up and it is say like I don't know, this halfway house here is just ruining everything everywhere. Safe house uh, or safe houses that's what they're calling them. They let people live there. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Jesus. I mean, can't they just play market rate in town here? I mean, who doesn't have $2,200 a month to, to get a place and, you know, restart their life? How's my wife going to sell my house when there's six guys who live over there? I know, right? Good and Lord. also they're complaining about fucking property values. Right. Go fuck yourself <laughs> right now, dude. You can see where their really true intention was, was just yeah. basically protecting their property values. My money. their nest eggs. Jesus. Yeah. Which have gone, have doubled in the last year. Yeah. You're going to go bitch about property values now? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? Nothing. We've got, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm just going to let this one run. <laughs> I think this is Pam um, in the end. The thing that I really wanted to bring oh, up yeah, Pam. was that I really... So, Pam. So, Joe Stout, you, you, you <laughs> basically took over downtown. You basically turned it into, uh, God, St. Petersburg Square. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I saw people out there 100%. doing the babushka. I don't know what they call it. You saw th- that statue of Lenin we put up, right? I did. Uh-huh. I, I saw I saw the Lenin statue, and I also mm-hmm. saw God. Was that Stalin there too? Yep, and yep, and Marx. No shit. This is uh, we call it Little Venezuela oh. slash Moscow slash Saint Petersburg. That's true. Slash. Uh, so they took uh, whatever twenty ninth. They took uh, actually Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, they turned it into. Um, Hugo Chavez way mm-hmm. down there downtown. Yep, you're goddamn right. We did. Um, 
And uh, a certain council member was was really concerned that uh, education and, uh, you know, different ideas were coming to town. She did not like it. No. She was scared. She was terrified. She, she was scared was. shitless. She was a she was a flashbang of a human being right here. Yeah. Um, really, uh, really found it thick. very objectionable that taxpayer dollars have been spent to help fund the DBA conference. Um, the DBA conference is is, DBA. is focusing on a really a hot button political issue. Hot button. And uh, what's that? So when we're talking about hot button political issues, are we talking about parolees coming to Billings? That we spent two hours talking about previous to this actual discussion? No, I think it has to no. be, um, oh, it's because we want all high school athletes to be trans. Oh, fucking That's got to be the hot I button political it. issue we're I, talking about. That's got to be it. I knew it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, on the walkable, bikeable cities. Oh, and walking. And I did ask Chris about it uh, whenever I saw that there was uh, funding from the city. Is that he said, yeah, that they had asked for the thousand dollars to help fund that. I don't know who they was. No. Is. Think it? Anyway. I don't so, know who they was. Um, and also that the Stillwater, Stillwater building has been used to host one of those events. No. You know, one of the, another one of the co sponsors that came up about? because uh, Councilmember Gulick sent out another invitation was the Northern guy. Plains Resource Council under oh. the, the um, local committee of. Yellowstone Valley Citizens Council, I think, which Mr. Gulick has been a board member in the past, <laughs> and that that they also are part of this funding. She has for this no event. idea what those two organizations do. NPRC has has donated what? tens of thousands of dollars to local city council races to get progressive candidates on board, whether it's been in Missoula and in, in Billings, I think during my race, they spent something like $78,000. <laughs> so my point is, this is definitely a political issue, and I just have a really hard time really hard. agreeing that the city should be paying for part of this, mm. because I do or look at, at, it, anything. at it as a political issue. Of course you do. And you don't know what the fuck you're talking so about. So anyway, I don't know if others have uh, other comments or not, but I just really felt very strongly about that. Obviously. Yeah. Anybody? Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> get out of here yeah, I uh, sure did. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, we got a lot. So I'm going to start Councilman Gulick because he's got a certain uh, and I Captain Shaw and, and Nisa's hands. Yeah. Just to correct the record in terms of um, uh, so the city did put in for, for Jeff Speck and there's actually the Billings Architectural Association not the DBA that uh, is is their conference. You're uh, goddamn right. Now, the DBA, Big Sky Economic Development, uh, the Chamber of Commerce, um, and Yellowstone Valley Citizens Council, the city, all of these entities have, have put in to help uh, bring Jeff's back to town. Um, um, on Northern Plains Resource Council actually uh, is a 501c3. They can't actually be involved in any um, political races or, or, or electionary. Oh, Jesus, so, but they there is there can, they cannot. But there is a there is a political action committee that they, oh, that is of a, United. a separate organization that is um, 
So, but, you know, but in terms of correcting the record, yeah. um, Northern Plains has not put any money Correct. into any uh, races. Okay, Councilmember Shaw. Thank you. Just also quickly, um, also just on that, for correcting the record issue of um, PACs cannot donate to candidates, so that's that's not allowed under Montana law. No. So they they're entirely separate from whatever candidates can do, and they engage in the political process however they choose to, but they cannot they cannot directly donate to candidates. So that has not happened. Yeah, mm, there we go. Uh, Councilmember Nice. Uh huh. Mr. Roy. Thank Roy. you, Mayor. Hey, Chris, uh, it was mentioned that the city, um, yeah, let's just keep hammering. I guess, donated or gave $1,000. Where, where did the request come from? Who, who, who requested that? And then what? where did it go to? Sure. So this is the best explanation of this whole fucking thing. <laughs> and he can speak for himself, but this, I needed to emphasize, like, this is the best explanation for <laughs> why... Spending a thousand dollars to get these two individuals to come would be so beneficial for the city, and he made a fucking great decision having these people come. Yeah. Whether you agree with it or not, it's beyond the point. Yeah, I mean, we're talking uh, Jeff Speck and Chuck Marone, two of the leading, like, not engineer minds, like civil engineer with Chuck Marone, and then Jeff Speck with his walkable cities just that valuable information that they have and they can spread throughout your city and experience, not just information, yeah. just, but it's, experience as well. I mean, okay. it's just, yeah, just get, so look. in participating on the planning committee, uh, I made a decision to contribute a thousand dollars towards, uh, these, folks being in town with the notion that I pay and agree for planners, engineers, staff, myself to attend conferences where we spend a couple thousand dollars or, or, you know, hundreds of dollars per in flying across the country, attending things where if for a thousand dollars, I was going to get to have upwards of a half a dozen, 10, 12 staff members able to listen and yeah. learn i saw that as a good investment yeah for that information to be shared so that's that's the premises i use to say yeah i think this is worth us um me making sure that uh, that they were here to do it and that my staff would be able to have that kind of access and learn mm -hmm. and just like me attending icma with the co with the pandemic it's been a few years I don't agree with every keynote speaker's comments or every book, but I leave lots of times probably out of three, I bet two or three of the five keynotes, I walk away then reading their book and better understanding something critical about local government. Yeah, fuck's so sake. <laughs> um, that was a decision I made. It came out of conversations, I think first with the walkable cities prep for having... Um, Having him, sorry, I'm not remembering. Uh, Jeff's back here. Okay, so it wasn't requested after discussions through committees. You decided, and, and, yeah. and you thought again. You're, you, I think you explained yourself that it was. You thought it was good for the city. So, all right, yeah. thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much, Councilor Bird, Owen, Tricky, and then oh, let's uh, go to public. <sighs> this last one. It just. I think this is like a, like a theme of this episode. Is this just things that just sort of break you, I think. <laughs> After yeah. listening to that, uh, 
Councilmember Adams and adjourn. Adjourn. Oh, Councilmember Owen. I, I just want to be brief. Um, the amount of money is an objectionable to me. It's a, it's an inconsequential amount of money. But I am, I think, still even tonight puzzled as to whether or not this is an official city event, whether or not we're considered actual sponsors of this event. I think I don't understand no that. Yes. And I think it should be presented to council that this is something the city's sponsoring, endorsing, getting involved with. Um, I, I appreciate a, a robust exchange of ideas. I, no, I love it. Um, but yeah. I have concerns about us uh, ambling in this direction without being very intentional about it. Um, I expressed some of those um, when we had the great presentation by Councilmember Gulick. And I think if we're going to look at these ideas intentionally and seriously, we should be serious about it and really actually debate this head on and not just sort of back our way into sponsoring this, sending staff to that, and then all of a sudden having a policy sort of read into the DNA of our community that hasn't actually been fully and frontally debated. So um, not worried about the money, but I just think as a concept, if we're going to talk about this, then let's really talk about it and let's have opposing viewpoints and real serious consideration. Thank you, uh, and Mayor. Could I? I'm sorry. Could if I could uh, just offer one comment? In no knowledge, or and maybe that was a failure on my part. No. To think that what we were participating in is somehow getting and funding political differences of who's running for office locally. No. That was Jesus. that was not the intent here in any way, shape, or form to get to put city money in for or against any of you who are running are for office. What are you talking about? It was exclusively around the opportunity yeah. to hear these gentlemen and learn their perspective on local government policy decisions. Sorry. Thank you, Mayor. I bet you there's no fucking way in hell you could ever convince Pam to read either one of those books. Uh yeah. She's not at all interested in any of the actual content. No, she's not interested in anything west of South or west, you know, South 48th Street west, or east of South 48th Street or whatever. I mean, yeah. so what things need to change. Yeah. So, what we need to do, right, according to Pam, which is since things need to change, mm-hmm. we need to do what we've been doing but harder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now that we're You're going to need to walk Hard, real hard. Don't you do it? Have you seen my flip flops? Don't you? Don't you write a fucking hit song? I know. So I hate to make it very frustrating, but I mean, that's that's what it is right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of positive things happening in town. Mm-hmm. I mean, but at the city government level, there's just people showing up when things start going real bad. You know what you need to do? Just go to city council and just start rambling off whatever's on the top of your head. Just no one's going to stop you. Yep. Oh, <laughs> now let's be let's be fair. Yeah. City government level, literally only the elected part of city government level, because most of the people in city government are fucking awesome and they know what they're talking about and right. they know what they're doing. Right. And they're smart. Mm-hmm. And some people, the elected ones, some of the elected ones have absolutely no idea what the world is. They're control freaks. And, yep, just want shit to be like it was back when... Yeah, 40 years ago. Whatever was different back when, you know, it was great if you were white 40 years ago. I mean, the 70s here in town were fucking great. 70s, yeah. 80s, I mean, Montana Avenue was just bustling. Yeah, absolutely. Wait a second, no way. Yeah. 
Let's make uh, I mean, Montana the depot was Avenue just... shitty again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and house prices were just through the floor. Yeah. And uh, you know what? With that oil bust in the late seventies and early eighties, you could get a house for like negative fifty dollars. You could get a house in fifty dollars. Give it away. Fuck. Okay. Give it away.